Welcome to another episode of The Wave. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. Welcome back to the weekly news and chat show from the world famous bottom of the stream podcast. World famous. World famous. We've conquered every state in America now. I know. We? Long last. Find... We, we did it ages ago. We only needed one state and now we've got Vermont. Somebody in Vermont listened to us. Thank you. Thank you, Vermontians. V- Vermontonian. Vermontonian or Vermontian? Let us know whoever Either you are. Either or. Whoever, you, whoever this listener is, let us know. We appreciate you. How are you, Nick? I'm great. Yeah? Yes. Bit windswept. But I had a bit of a busy day. Well, a busy couple of days. Been yeah. down been down to London. How was that? How was the big smoke? Yeah, it was fun. I miss London. I've not been to London since pre pandemic days. Um, bit windy today. <laughs> it has been a bit crazy back. today, hasn't it? I met an actual movie star today. Who did you meet? The big big man. The big man. Trek. Trek. <laughs> nice. <laughs> big green Shrek gave me a hug. How was uh, that? High five. Uh, did he bit, smell? Bit smelly. Yeah. yeah. Um But my dad would be well jealous, that's his favourite film. <laughs> I have to send him the picture. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you'd, you'd have loved it then. What was it? What? How? Where? It's like the Shrek experience. So you go and sit in a bus, and donkey drives you to far, far away. All right. And like, there's cameos from the Kung Fu Panda and How oh, to Train awesome. the Dragon, and then you that? have to like solve a mystery right. as you move through the rooms and create a potion. I had to dance at one point on my own. On <laughs> you stage. had to dance on your own on stage. Yeah. In front what? of people. Yeah, yeah. Cause what? Because <laughs> you go with like a group of other people, yeah. obviously. And then I got I got picked on in the uh, fortune teller's room. Yeah. And I had to do a little dance to summon. Is there a video of this? No, I don't think so. Oh, are you sure? Are you just saying no? No, because you weren't allowed to video. Oh, that's annoying. Because you know, I don't think you're supposed to give out spoilers. Okay, that's that's but, fair. Yeah. Out of 10, what were we rating this experience? What, my dancing? No, oh. the Shrek experience. Uh, it, was, it was fine. I think if you're a younger... My kids loved it, so... Isn't Shrek like 20-odd years old now? Though? Yeah. Who's it aimed at? <laughs> I suppose <laughs> kids are still watching it. Well. No, but I, th- I think it's DreamWorks, isn't it? So they, yeah. they had to build up a bit of a roster, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose so. Because the trolls were there as well. Cool. So, yeah. That was fun. Good. So you've had a good time overall. Yeah. Apart well, from the weather. Yeah, it was fine today. You weren't in the O2 arena when it fell over, were you? No. no. Good, that's good. It was a bit blowy at parts, but no, home safe and sound. Good, good. Thanks for asking. How about you? I'm all right. I've not really done a lot. I don't do a lot. I say this every week. I've not really done a lot because I haven't got a life, really. <laughs> I came home the other night and my barbecue cover in my garden was like a kite in the garden. Oh, It fly, was tied just... to the barbecue, but it had come off the barbecue. It's like American beauty. Yeah, it was almost like this This window here on the first floor. It's crazy. First floor, like I've got more than one floor. <laughs> the East Wing. <laughs> just flew the... over the East Wing. <laughs> it's like you were in uh, the movie we talked about last week, when things kept flying past the window. Yeah, it was exactly like that. Well, should we talk about that a little bit more? Yeah. Great go, film. That. Yeah, just go and watch it. It's an amazing film. <laughs> and go and listen to our episode from last week. Yeah, definitely. Because I enjoyed talking about it. Yeah, we had a lot of fun with that one. Oh, it's still creeping me out. I've still yeah, been thinking proper, about it a little bit. Creepy little film, isn't it? Yeah. Iranian horror. Yeah. I'm going to try and find some more Iranian horror. Um, If they're that good, yeah. Yeah. There's one, is it called The Girl Who Walks Home Alone at Night or something? That's quite a famous one. Yeah. I might try and check that out. I think that's Iranian. I think it might be one of the best movies we've ever seen on this show, and it's not even come. And it top didn't even go the, top of the stream table. It's, I don't it's, think it could have been much closer. As far as horror films go, it probably is the best film we've yeah. seen. Best horror film we've seen, definitely. I think. See, I know horror films better than you. <laughs> you just picked one. I haven't picked my wild card yet. <laughs> you don't know what I'm going to pick. Yeah. You <laughs> picked. You picked a horror film. I'm going to have to pick some sort of rom com or something. <laughs> I'm not, is that my genre? <laughs> that's your it? genre. Yeah, that's what you're into. You, you need to pick like a. 
buddy cop action film or something. Oh, that's never happened. <laughs> uh, should we do some Netflix news? Yeah, let's do some news. Big news. Big. This is big Netflix. Big news. Netflix news. The high, the biggest news of the week, I would think. Finally, have a date for the premiere of Stranger Things season four. Yes, we do. Which is it's now like three years on since season three. In July, before unbelievable season three came out. Now, Which when you've got a cast of kids, is a very long time. Yes, it is. Uh, there was quite a lot of news to unpack in this announcement. Yeah, there was because. Stranger Things season four is going to be split into two volumes because it's so big. Yeah. Uh, apparently, there, although there's so nine scripts, apparently, which leads me to believe it'll be nine episodes. I would think so. You're not unless which isn't, one without a script. <laughs> which isn't an increase in number of episodes. But no. then the statement says that there is, the runtime is nearly double the length of any previous season. Does that mean they're all going to be like double getting, episodes? Are we getting two hours episode, two hour episodes? I think you're gonna have a couple, a few long ones. Um, Sounds like it. Yeah, Volume One of Stranger Things Four premieres on May the twenty seventh, and yeah. Volume Two on July the first. It's not even that long between them. No. Oh no, I think I know why they've done it, but it makes you wonder why they've done it. Say so that's five weeks between them. Yeah. I'd be giving big consideration to releasing them week, week on week. Yeah. Oh, is Netflix. I don't think it's done Disney Plus any harm with those Marvel no, series. No, I don't. It's worth an experiment, I would have thought. I don't know why they've not done it. Because but... if anything's a sure thing, it's strange things for, surely. Yeah. I think Netflix have got a quiet summer this year, and I think that's probably why they've done it. Yeah. I, I don't think there's... Especially TV-wise. There's, there's no hint in here that they that's what they're doing. I think we'll get four or five episodes in Volume 1, yeah, and I then the other right. four or five will be in so you, you could two. If you could look, have the willpower, you could do it yourself. Just watch one yeah. a week because it's five weeks between the Especially two. Especially if they're all nearly movie length. Yeah, if they're all going to be feature length episodes. I don't know. I don't know if they've missed the boat slightly with it. I just don't think they've been ready. And then the pandemic's obviously delayed things. But do you think the appetite's gone for it a little bit? I, I don't th- see people getting excited about it. There is a finish line in sight because they also, yeah. the Duffer Brothers confirmed in the statement that season five will follow and it will be the final yeah. season. The, so the tagline for this season is the beginning of the end. Yeah. I think you, you've got to, you've wasted, wasted's a strong word, but you've wasted three years of these kids' teenage years. They're all like over 18 now. That means they're, they're going to be... do it again. They're going to be like 25 by the time <laughs> season five comes out. They will look old by the time season five comes out because I think your delay is more going to be... The, although it's been three years, yeah, I think the footage for these was in the can quite a while ago. Yeah, it's been in the can. For so your your I think your bigger aging is going to come between four, four and five because obviously that's mm. not not even near going to camera. And if they'll go timey wimey and possibly shoot it forward a few years because <laughs> yeah, all your um all your regulars are returning. Yep, they're all coming uh, back. Robert Englund's in it as well. Oh, is he really? Four. So uh, Freddie, Freddie, uh, Freddie himself, yeah, Freddie Krueger. Interesting. I don't know if I've ever seen him do anything that's not Freddy Krueger. Unless he's going to be Freddy Krueger. That'd be a twist, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, cool. I, I don't know. I I kind of see what you're saying. But I think the hype will be so real by that point. Yeah, I think now they'll, they'll start pushing some marketing behind it. And things yeah. Now, won't they? So it will just be interesting to see what sort of numbers it does when it does, yeah. does hit. Uh, we talked a few weeks ago about um, a Netflix sitcom that is coming uh called blockbuster yep about the last blockbuster video yes that's right i remember um and randall park had signed up to be the male lead yeah well the female lead has now been cast cast it is melissa fumero oh right okay from brooklyn 99 that's cool uh, so she will be joining forces with randall park in blockbuster that's 
I quite like that. Yeah, I quite like that. I think Ten she's, episodes she's is going to be in the first series. Excellent. Um, I, I love Brooklyn Nine-Nine. She's going to play the uh, assistant manager. Of the blockbuster. Yeah. Uh, and Randall Park will be playing the manager. I imagine it's going to be like a superstar, a superstore kind of vibe. Possibly. That's what I'm getting from it, but whether it will or not. No, it's good. It's, it's exciting, that one. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, some more quite big news for Netflix. Yeah, this was quite uh, big news. It's been confirmed that all the Marvel Netflix shows leave Netflix on the 1st of March. Yeah, which is quite big news because they're all billed as Netflix originals. Yeah. All of them, and they're not. They're not. <laughs> yeah, the rights to the shows are about to expire. Uh, there is a presumption they will end up at some point on Disney Plus. I'm pretty sure they will. This is like people. This really confuses situation, isn't it? Because I think Marvel at one point said like none of these were canon. Yeah. But now they kind of must be because Daredevil's around, in, isn't he? Yeah, Daredevil's in the new Spider-Man. Film. Yeah. That's not as wait well, is a spoiler, but he's in the first scene, so. It's not much of a spoiler. I Maybe I could see Daredevil coming back. I thought, is he going to come back as a series? I, no, I don't are think Are any so. of I these going to come back as... A, no, I don't, I don't, don't think you ever bring happen, any of them back. I think, I think Daredevil... Not as a series. Will, no, not as a series. I think Daredevil will appear... In other people's in, movies. In Marvel projects. Which is, I think, what's going to happen in all, in all the Marvel films now. I don't think we'll see a big ensemble movie again. Yeah. So I think people will just appear and not appear... Which makes them feel a bit more weird for me. Spider-Man's working on his own to try and save the world. Where are all the others? And yeah, it, there's, it there's always that question. Yeah, <laughs> it, it does. And the Avengers solved that problem, but that doesn't appear to be a thing anymore. Yeah, apparently the um, the deal was that none of these characters could be used by Marvel for two years from the date that the shows were cancelled. Okay. Uh, so so those that's all just ticked over. That's Yeah. Jessica yeah. Jones has been more than that, I would think. Yeah. Uh, and you had uh, Vincent D'Onofrio was in Hawkeye yes. as well, the Kingpin. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So he crossed over as well. Uh, again, I don't think that's a spoiler. I don't think so. I haven't seen Hawkeye and I don't feel like you've spoiled it for me. Okay, fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah, we'll see see where they pop up next. Yeah, definitely. Do you know who's going to be a busy boy? Who's going to be a busy boy? Uh, Yolo Mariduina. <laughs> Mariduena? Mariduena. His name is Sholo. Sholo. Mariduena. There you go. I listen to his podcast, so I know how to say it. Uh, he is Miguel in Cobra Kai. He is indeed. Um, and he's got a new job. Yeah, we know he's been cast as the Blue Beetle in a he DC is. movie. Yep. He's got another new job. He's going to Amazon Prime uh, because he's joined the cast of a new animated series set in the uh, the world of the boys. Okay, so they're doing like a spin-off show. Yeah. Okay. Animated, did you say? Animated, yeah. Cool. Uh, the Boys Presents Diabolical. Okay. Uh, it's a spin-off anthology series uh, or premiere at the beginning of March. Oh, that's really soon. Uh, each of the eight episodes will explore a different aspect of the dark comic book universe, all with their own unique animated style. Oh, okay. Um, YOLO will come... Cholo. Cholo. Oh, no. No, change it. Change it. Uh, he's going to start in at least one episode. Okay. Yeah. He's great. Uh, good for him. Um, there's quite a few, uh, quite a few names who have got uh, voice roles in various episodes. Andy Samberg. Okay. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito. Yep. And Aquafina. Nice. Uh, and Seth Rogen, who you, yeah. you'll be glad to hear. I can, I can just about handle his voice. <laughs> his stupid face, I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <fine. laughs> uh, as well as a lot of the guys uh, reprising their roles from the original series. Okay. Um, so. It's like a spin-off. That's going to be interesting. Yeah. 
The beginning of March is really soon, so next week. Do you watch The Boys? Yeah. Yeah. Do you it's, like it? It's all right. Yeah, it's good. It's good fun. It's a bit stupid, but Anthony Starr's amazing. Nothing it? wrong with stupid. No, there's not nothing wrong with stupid. I've, I've going back to show Lo Maradona quite quickly. His podcast. I've started listening to his podcast. Yeah. I went off it when it first came out because it was too many adverts. But okay. I kind of got used to it a bit now. And this week, there, there's the two guys. It's the other guy from Cobra Kai as well, Jacob Bertrand. Yes. Talk. They've they've been the last couple of weeks. They've been trying to join a Jewish only dating app. Okay. And one of them got accepted this week. Oh, it lovely! Was so funny. It was the other one, not Sholo. But it's, they're, they're very funny when they're together. It's because it's like you have to have like a proper interview and everything. Okay. Get, and neither of them are Jewish. Yeah. But they managed to get through this interview and actually got accepted onto this Jewish dating app. Fantastic. It's very funny. Next one. It's more big Netflix news. Okay. Uh, Netflix has confirmed that they have bought the movie rights to a Bioshock adaptation. This is really interesting to me because me and Harrison from Grief Burrito were talking literally last weekend yeah. about how good you could make a Bioshock movie. Oh, it's years and, then, and years that conversation yeah, has been going on for, hasn't it? Because he was playing it live on Twitch, so I was watching him. And it, then the next day, it was like, Netflix is going to make a Bioshock movie. It was almost like the fates had aligned. Um, it will be produced by 2K, the video game uh, company, and Vertigo Entertainment, who uh, are most famous for putting together the Lego movie. Have you ever played Bioshock? I've played one of them. The first one? Think, no, I think the L- Infinite. Okay. The one that's in like a cloud city. I've only played the first one, and I'm not very good at it, so I didn't play it for very long. But you've got the potential to make something very pretty there. Oh, de- 100%. It's all like 20s Art Deco, but underwater. Yeah. I think it's going to look... It's interesting because... It look beautiful. The, the statement says... Maybe I'm reading too much into it. Uh, the statement says that they are partnering to produce... Uh, Netflix, 2K Games and Take-Two Interactive are partnering to produce a film adaptation of the renowned video game franchise, okay. Bioshock. It doesn't say... Which one it's based yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, but that might be deliberately vague. Yeah, it will there. be because they'll just it'll be a different, a new story set in the same universe. Yeah, they're not going to follow the story of a game. But no, you can make that the setting for that. You could make beautiful with the right people behind it. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. And it's going to have to be pretty big budget. Yeah, you would have thought. Yeah, it's got to be. You can set a whole movie underwater. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to see some more news on that. No, normally things roll on. We'll keep you informed on that. We'll keep our eyes on it. Do you like? Small things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> how about, how do you feel about short films? Yeah, I don't mind short films. Because um, there's three new short films that have dropped on Netflix this week. Okay. Um, all quite highly uh, regarded, apparently. Right. And I think some of them sound quite interesting. Right. I can't, we're getting towards like award season yeah. and Netflix quite likes throwing a short film into the yeah, awards they did, ring. They did it, it last year with that um, time loop one. What was yes, that, that we watched. I can't remember. The guy who keeps having to try and avoid getting shot. Shot by the police, yeah. What was his name? There's a picture of it just there. Look. <laughs> but I can't remember what it was called. It's not going to... W- it won't come back to me. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that right now. Uh, so, Irax is a fantasy story about an aunt and her niece who accidentally release a bunch of mythical creatures from a storybook. Okay. Uh, it's a bit Jumanji-ish. Uh, that came out yesterday. Um, Heartshot. In fact, these all came out yesterday, I think. Uh, Heartshot um, is directed by Maria Woods, who um, has directed several episodes of Cobra Kai, uh, a story about two young lovers whose life together is upended when one's past comes back to haunt them. Cool. And Don't Kill Me, about a 19-year-old woman who dies of an overdose only to resuscitate and discover that she must eat living humans to survive. (laughs) 
okay. That's Italian as well. So you've got an Italian zombie film. Right? Uh, and also, yeah, for the Oscar, we talked a bit about the Oscars last week. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we never did the short category, no. short movies. Netflix has got four nominations in that category. Right. Okay. Out of fifteen. Nice. In the category. They nominate 15? Yeah, that seems... That's a lot, isn't it? Just for one award. Going back to our conversation. (laughs) Um, Would you like me to uh, run through them? Yes, definitely. You could could go and watch. You can watch all of these on Netflix. You can have a whole... Watch all these, what, seven short films. You've got a film. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, one film. Uh, Audible follows the story of a football team at the Maryland School for the Deaf dealing with the tragic loss, uh, loss of a teammate and trying to keep their winning streak alive. Okay. Uh, Lead Me Home follows a bunch of homeless people living on the streets of the west coast of American cities. Three Songs for Benazir is an, a short Afghan documentary about a young man with dream of building a life for him and the woman he loves, although the choices he must make are grim. Uh, Robin Robin, which is from Ardman. That's wow. a heist movie about a robin raised amongst a family of mice. I didn't realize Hardman had got stuff. I think Gillian Anderson might do a voice in that. Okay. Yeah. Two Distant Strangers. That's what that film was called. Ah, well done. Uh, it's on the screen there. Oh, okay. <laughs> there was a section on previous Oscar wins. Okay. So yeah, those those four are all nominated. Then the three that we talked about at the start are just about to hit Netflix or have already. Knock yourself out. Def- I might you watch can find those. Find a real hidden gem. All three of those sound quite good. The new ones. So I'm gonna. I might check them out before next week's week. Oh, if anything happens, I love you. I've seen that. Okay. That was quite quite the uh, heartbreaker. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, I've seen that as well. No, I we, we, did. We watch that on the show not long ago, just to just to chat about it. No, I think I've watched. I've definitely watched it. That don't kill me. The Italian zombie one that doesn't come out until Monday. So that's oh, okay, that, fine. Today, as of this re- release of this episode, but I, I'll watch them before the next wave, and we'll I'll report back next week. Deal. Okay, okay. Next. Oh, you know we love a real life crime drama. We do. Well, an actor. Over in the States, as a pin. Alexa, stop. Nothing I said then sounded like Alexa. It didn't. <laughs> An actor based in LA has been sentenced to 20 years in prison and ordered to pay $230 million in restitution to more than 250 invest- investors who bankroll his business venture, one in MM Capital. Um, and the reason this this involved Netflix is basically this guy was taking loans from all these investors to pay other loans from other investors, uh, fund his opulent lifestyle uh, because he said he had contacts with Netflix, with HBO, and that he was putting movers together with their investments and they oh. were going to get returns on them. So he's, he's like the Netflix swindler yeah. rather than the Tinder. Exactly. That's exactly what the Tinder swindler was doing. This has got, got to, to be, be a Netflix documentary. A Netflix documentary in the next year or so, yeah. surely. Surely. Um, yeah, it says he leveraged his relationships with online streaming platforms like HBO and Netflix to sell them to foreign film to sell them foreign film distribution rights at a steady premium. Unfortunately, he never had any such links. That's mad. How do you think you're going to get away with something like that? I know you can get away with it for a certain amount of time, but you're never going to get away with it forever. And do you think the guy was like, "Oh my god, I'm now like." Six hundred and fifty million dollars <laughs> in probably can't really turn this one back. No, yeah, I'll get used to my twenty years in federal prison. Five years. Five he was years. doing it for. It took him. Wow. 
The logistics of a Tinder swindler confused me. I can't understand how you do it to Hollywood moguls. He raised millions of dollars for investors and promised them he was using their money to buy licensing rights for hundreds of movies that would be resold to HBO, Netflix and other platforms abroad. Uh, he showed them numerous fictitious documents to substantiate his claimed deals with HBO and Netflix, including fake movie distribution agreements. That is crazy. That is crazy. That would definitely be a Netflix documentary. Yeah. The Tinder swindler follow-up, the Netflix Netflix swindler. <laughs> okay, moving away from Netflix. Yep. Uh, Loki. Yes. Loki season two. Yes. Um, this is quite interesting news, this. Yeah, it is. Well, we already know it's happening. Yep. Uh, I think that cat's been out of the bag for some time. Two guys who are going to direct most of the episodes. Yep. Or the majority, I think, as it's phrased in this article, are Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead. Correct. Who, we've seen some of their work. We have. On we this show. have... Uh, done one of their films yeah and the name has gone out of my head <laughs> i think it was was it the endless the endless that's the one that's sort of we culty sci-fi time travel trippy film we highly praised it if i remember it was right. good. i've we must have because i started i follow them both on instagram okay so <laughs> i must have had a reason to do that at the time <laughs> um, they also directed a couple of episodes of archive 81 yes which i watched recently did you uh, watch that in the end or not? Um, i still not finished it but no. I, will, I will finish it uh, and yeah, they directed they've, a couple of that They've directed a couple of episodes of the upcoming... I can't remember if it's Moon Knight or Hawkeye. Right. Okay. One, or the, One other. or the other. But that that was their way into Disney. That's uh, how they got to Loki. Yeah. Moon Knight. Okay. Yeah. And they, they're taking the uh, taking the reins in season two of Loki. That's That seems like a good fit for them. Because yeah. they like, like time stuff and, and creepy... Weird imagery stuff. and yeah. I think three moons g- setting over the... If you're going to give them anything, then you give them the Loki TV show, yeah. don't you? That's good. Good for them. I'm happy for them. Loki was a great season as well. So we, we found them here first. We did. <laughs> They're our boys. <laughs> I think we did get a couple of likes from one of them on Twitter. I think we. I think that's probably sure why I started following on Instagram. Or a retweet from one of them. Uh, yeah, I think because right. we praised their praised the movie. Yeah, and we did say I was going to watch the others that they'd made that were kind of tied to the endless. Yeah, but I never did. One, the one that they made after. Yeah. Was tough to find in this country. Yes, it was. Yeah, or it hadn't yet been released. Yeah. Because it was supposed to be. Yeah, a good follow-on. Mm. Okay. Fine. Yeah, you're right. Do you like John Cena? I love John Cena. Okay. Um, well, this is... Uh, Peacemaker's just been renewed for a second season. But that <laughs> that wasn't the news. Is that even out yet? Yes. Is it? It is on HBO if you're okay. in the States. I don't know if you can watch it in this country. I suspect not. Probably not. But the actual news about John Cena yeah. is that he has been cast in a CG slash live action comedy. Oh, right. Okay. He's going to be the live action. Yeah. Not the... CG. It's called Coyote versus Acme, as in Wiley Coyote. Okay. And John Cena's playing Acme. Right. The company. The company. <laughs> uh, the film follows Wiley Coyote, who, after the Acme products fail him one too many times in his dogged pursuit of the Roadrunner, decides to hire a billboard lawyer to sue the Acme Corporation. Uh, the case pits Wiley and his lawyer against the latter's intimidating former boss, played by John Cena. That's. A really interesting idea. It's a courtroom drama. <laughs> Looney Tunes courtroom drama. That's what I want. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> You've got to go kind of Who Framed Roger Rabbit kind of deal Maybe. with that. Just make it completely ludicrous. Yes. John, John, John Cena's going to be like a good across the that. bar. I feel like John Cena's good Wiley Coyote. Oh, that sounds wacky enough. It just might work. It just might work, yeah. Like you say, it depends where that's pitched. Yes. I like the idea of it though. Sonic the Hedgehog 3 has been announced. 2's not even out yet. I know. Wow, okay. So confident a Paramount with the sequel 
Uh, they have greenlit Sonic 3. That's got to be a, a good sign, surely. I, I would have thought so. Did you ever see the Sonic movie? Yes. What did you think? I quite liked it. I, I quite liked it as well. I know people really, away really didn't like it, but I really enjoyed um, it. I, I thought it was quite a pleasant surprise. Yeah. Um, it was one of the last films I saw before the pandemic hit. Yeah. There's also it's a... out soon, isn't it? Sorry. Yeah. There's also a Knuckles spin-off TV series coming. Oh, really? Okay. So, as we've said before, everything must have a universe. Yes, everything uh, has to have a universe. And you're getting a Sonic the Hedgehog one. Sonic 2 is out a couple of months' time, I think. April the 8th. Uh, and, yeah, straight back to, uh, to the grindhouse for Sonic I wonder if that's 3. because there's uh, like a, some sort of tease at the end of the second one. Okay. So they've just... Well, there's a tease at the end of the first exactly. one. Exactly. <laughs> so they've greenlit the third one, so the tease makes sense. Next. Okay, final bit of news. Bit of a sad one. Yeah, very sad news, this. Uh, kind of went under the radar a little bit as well. Yeah, I, I thought so. I would have thought there would have been more... Uh, that's the passing of Ivan Reitman. Yeah. Uh, obviously, best known for directing Ghostbusters. But, you know, he was he was very much a, in that, that sort of Canadian group of comedians. Martin Short, Eugene Levy, Rick Moranis, um, Dan Aykroyd... All came through together. Yeah. Animal House, uh, Meatballs, Stripes, Ghostbusters. Yeah. Lots and lots of really good films. Really highly regarded filmmaker. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and produced Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yes. Just at the end uh, last year. Sun directors. Uh, Sun directors. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Only seventy-five. Yeah. No age. Wow. He's died in his sleep apparently. Yeah. Completely out of nowhere as well. Apparently, he wasn't yeah. like ill or anything. That's a real shame. Kind of makes that. Ghostbusters Afterlife even more poignant. Yeah, it, does. it really does. The end of that film is a is a gut wrencher. It's yeah. a heart wrencher. My well, my eldest daughter watched it a few weeks ago. Oh, did so she? I'd already seen it, and at the end, when she realised like who the granddad was, yeah, she was like, "Oh, face lit up." Really? Yeah. Oh, bless. She you. loves loves the Ghostbusters movie. <laughs> yeah. So I was, I was quite sad to hear that. Yeah, it's sad, and it did kind of go under the radar. It didn't really hit many news sites. I don't yeah. think it's just just out of nowhere. Yes, yeah, real shame. Rest in peace, Ivan. Any more for any more? That's all the news. That's all the news? Wow. That's a, that was a lot of news. Good work on the news front this week. Have you watched anything good at the top of the stream? Uh, I, the only thing I've watched is I've continued Reacher on Amazon Prime. Okay. I've got two left. How is it? Still brilliant. Is it really? So good. I'm going to have to check this out. So good. I'm Absolutely good nailed the character. Excellent. Good. Um, yeah, I, I think you'd really like it. I will start it. I just hope it sticks the landing because I've got two left. Cool. Um, but yeah, it's got me absorbed. Maybe I'll wait till next week, see if it sticks the landing. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I'm glad. Uh, and then yesterday, I did not watch this on a streaming service. I w- watched it live and in person. I went to see Frozen the Musical. Oh, how was that? It was magical. <laughs> nice West End sure, production for sure you. Sure you would expect. I would. Um, yeah, it was, it, was, it was awesome. Was it's, it really it's not my favourite Disney movie. No. Um, I I think it's a bit overrated. I don't think the songs are. I think they're fine, but you know. That's fair. Yeah, I think I just think the songs are better in Frozen too. But <laughs> if we're being really really picky, but um, I've only seen Frozen once, and that was when your kids were watching it when I yeah. was at your house once. So I've, but, I can't really comment. You on know, the the effects in the theatre, brilliant. Yeah, I would say a couple of the extra songs, a bit middling, but <laughs> right. yeah, great performances. Had a great time. Kids like it. Yeah, loved it good that's Absolutely all that matters it. isn't it that's, of course what it's it is. all, that's, what, that's what it's all about a couple of little extra jokes in there for the adults nice to be back in the theatre yeah it was alright nice to be back in London on the West End yeah yeah. I'm going in May I'm looking forward to it nice so uh, I'll report back on whatever I end up going to see <laughs> in May 
be great. Any more for any more? That's it for me. The only thing I've watched this week, I watched, it's on Channel 4 in the UK. I don't know if you'll get it anywhere else in the world. It's called The Curse. Right. It's. I have heard mention of this. I can't remember this guy's name. Tom, Tom Davis. Tom Davis's new show. Um, he's apparently taken him five years to get it off the ground. Oh, really? Yeah, and he's uh, he's written in it, he's written it, directed it, and he stars in it. And it's set in the eighties. It's a heist movie. It's an accidental heist movie, a heist film, right. TV show. So they they go to rob some money from this warehouse okay. and end up robbing three hundred and fifty million pounds. <laughs> so <laughs> were they helping this guy who was uh, <laughs> yeah, swindling Netflix they, out? I think them. they might have done. And then it's all about how they deal with the aftermath of that and. Sure the police investigation into it. It's actually really good. It was, it really nails the 80s vibe. Okay. Tom's character is a little bit... It takes a lot to get used to the character he's playing. It's it's a very unusual accent, let's put it that way, <laughs> what, what he chooses to right. use. Um, I would describe it as 80s pub man accent. <laughs> the accent of an 80s pub man is how I would describe okay. it. And when you hear it, you'll know exactly what I mean. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's great. I was left a little bit dry by the ending. That might be just me, but... There's an ending tease at the beginning. Right. So she's the, the narrator woman's like, tells you what might happen at the end, and then that thing doesn't happen. So, oh, okay. so it's all like, oh. So I think strange. they've left it open for a second season, but it felt like, why bother with that at the beginning if you're not going to give it yeah. a bit at the end? But yeah, it was all right. It was good. There's six episodes. I think they're only about half an hour each, so it's worth checking out. Nice. It's called I'm The Curse. That. Okay. That's pretty. I'm still watching The Office. Oh, yeah. The yeah, American yeah. Office. Yeah. I've got about halfway through season two now. What do you think? Great. Yeah. Season two is infinitely better than season oh, yeah, one yeah. was. But yeah, no, I'm really into it. I've even started watching it when I'm not on the treadmill. Oh, there you just go. Like, You're I'm just, in. I'm just, it's got me. I'm in. And I did eight minutes on the treadmill running the other day. Running. Well done. Get me. I'd never run anywhere in my life. I've done it twice this week. So yeah, so that's pretty much all I've done this week. We have watched one more thing. Yes. Yes, we need to talk about the season finale of Catler. We do. Where do we begin? <laughs> I'm not really sure. This was weird i'm i'm gonna say i'm gonna begin with this was disappointing to me i think i think ultimately after i'd sat back half an hour and thought about it i thought the same yeah it didn't feel like a finale and i didn't feel like i got any answers but i did get some answers but they weren't they were a bit cop out I I, do you know what i think my problem ended up being why i felt disappointed because i i still was waiting for people to start acting like something weird was happening. Yes, I agree. And they still never fucking did. No, they really didn't. There was one scene in this episode that really wound me up. I, I think I know exactly what you're going to say. And the character of Grima, I was... You said a few weeks ago she'd really annoyed you. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm, not, I'm not quite there yet. In She's this awful, episode, She's awful. no one would act like that. No, they wouldn't. It was ridiculous. And I, I think you're talking about the scene where... Her and her doppelganger are in the kitchen. In and the same room. In the same room. And her husband manages to not see original Grima he, and just talks to the doppelganger. But no, but he sees the original at some point when the doppelganger walks off. He's, he's had one conversation with yeah. both of them. Wearing but they're totally, totally different, different things. <laughs> it's completely... I, I get that the point is that he's completely oblivious to her existence. Yeah. And he doesn't care if she's there or not, ultimately. But it's really ham-fisted, isn't it's, it? Yeah, it... I was like, this is stupid. It was like slapstick comedy. It was like yeah. one would walk off the screen, the other one would walk back in, and he was just talking away. And it really irritated me. Yeah. And then the. It um, fell, it fell, it fell flat, really that flat. scene did. I really didn't like her by the end. And then, then the scene happened. There's a warning at the beginning of this episode, which Netflix do when suicide is on. Yeah. Is a thing because of all the flat they got for 13 Reasons Why. Because there's a game of Russian roulette in this episode. Yeah. 
between Grima and Doppelgrima. Which made no sense either. No. Because, no, I actually think it would have been a good tense scene and a good way to, well, not finish the series, but, it, you know, the sort of dramatic climax of the series. Yeah. But the problem is they didn't do the setup work because... At no point had Doppelgrima... <laughs> I've just come up with Alpha and Fly and it's a great At no name. point had Doppelgrima sort of go, well, I'm, it's you or me. Yeah. That, never, that conversation had never happened. That had, been a ha- that had happened between other... Yeah, other others. Doppelpeople. Doppel so when, when Doppelgrima just like sat down and was like, yeah, all right, let's play this game, I was like, whoa, where's that come from? Yeah. Where... It didn't earn it. No, it really didn't earn it. And it was it felt ridiculous. The whole The whole end of the show feels ridiculous to me. And it's a ridiculous show. It was just stupid. Like, so it ends up with this game of Russian roulette. They get through the whole barrel of the gun, and it. So you know the last person, yeah, is going to kill themselves because there's the only one shot left. And Doppelgrima shoots Doppelgrima herself. Shoots herself. Do you know what the, the real twist? If she didn't, yeah, she'd have turned the gun on. Turn, why? Why Grima. not do that? And then then I would have been like, "Fuck me!" And then they end the episode That's with Grima good. being all like and friendly yeah, and happy she's and got like her second she's got a second chance. lease of life and she's now can play the piano and it was like i was like that's such a cop out which again through the whole eight episodes that we've seen through, she'd never even ridden, we've, it was almost like she was trying to decide do i still love this guy and that all happened off screen there was yeah. no she didn't get to act any of that did she he he does not enjoy his wife he wasn't he wasn't didn't like his wife well, but when they, she was doppelgrima he was happier because she was a happier person yeah so she just be- decided to kill off Doppelgrima and become the happy person. Why? I just didn't understand why Doppelgrima sat down and, and agreed to play the game. No, normally it doesn't make any sense. Do you know who ended up being the best character to me was uh, probably Asa. Yeah. I thought that was a nice... She wasn't even in this episode. No, I know. She died last week. <laughs> yeah. But I thought that was a nice arc. Yeah, it worked really she, well. And, and she when just she, walked as, up into the As sea. a doppelganger, she was like, oh, oh well, I'm a, I'm a copy. Why yeah. am I here? There's no... And and that was really quite sad and quite affecting. Yeah, um, there was none of that in this finale. That it's, fucking police chief got what was coming got, to him. That was quite good, idiot. to be fair. So his yeah. his wife, doppel wife, and his actual wife ran off together. Yeah, and nicked his son's cop car, and then his son beat the crap out of him. Yeah. Then they brought the kid back after he'd been disappeared for a couple of episodes. Oh yeah. Just to kill him off again. Yeah. How many times have we killed that kid <laughs> off? His parents drowned him in the sea. I think it would, which was quite a good scene. Yeah. But I think, would it have been better for the show if that kid had just still been out there wandering? That's how exactly how it should have his, been left. With his knife. And... You should never have seen that kid again. Not in this season, at least. Yeah. And I don't know if it's coming back for a second one. I've not done that research. But you should, that kid should not have been in this He episode. could have been the wild card just left out there. Yeah. Then the girls, the first girl that came back, the... Gunhild. Gunhild. Her son decided he was going to stay. Yeah, because he wanted to get to know Tor. He wanted Tor. to get to know Tor, his dad. And then there was a reveal that they're not really doppelgangers. They're manifestations of how people remember people. So they're aliens they're, from a meter, right? For, for, yeah. But, but they have to take the form of... But they can only... They take the form of people that you remember. Yeah. But they only... Their personalities is derived from the memories that you've got. That's how I understood yeah. it. And so they're, because, they're almost like hyper versions of... Yeah, because that, that that dad remembered his son as being a bit of a crazy weirdo. Yeah. The kid came back as a crazy weirdo. Yeah. And and then a load more came out at the end, in the last scene. And how were Grima and the family all sitting around playing piano, being happy, and just kind of ignoring all this stuff had happened? 
that's what's really wound me up about the whole show is nobody finds like, it weird. They just be like, let's get out of here. Yeah. Why are we sticking what around the fuck? here? Yeah. The woman in the house. The no woman's told like the police in the mainland. Do you know what I mean? Is no, it, yeah. None of that rings true. The woman in the hotel, she finds it so normal that it's, it's almost like she knows what's going on, even though she doesn't. Well, yeah, but she's, but she's, she like, was, she's the one who plays the role of well, the folk tales. Yeah, but, so, but she completely accepts it as normal. Yeah. And that really wound me up. And it's the fact that nobody finds it weird Yeah. when it's the weirdest thing that could possibly happen. And it really irritated me. Overall, I think it's a good show. It looks great. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. And it, it does have dramatic pieces. I just don't think it stuck the ending for me. And I was worried it wouldn't. And we said, we joked after the first episode, oh, but it's going to be aliens. And it was. I know, I get, for maybe for budgetary reasons, it has to be in this, and I don't mind it being in a, a small setting, but that comes at the cost of all the way through, and I've said this for a few weeks now, my complaint being, people wouldn't act like this. Yeah, they're not, they don't act like human beings. Yeah. And that's that's the biggest disappointment from it. It's just too weird. And it's just a shame that it started off, it was the, the police guy was all the way through but the other characters kind of got dragged down to that level yeah yeah i'm not um, if it does come back for a season two would you watch it i probably would watch the first episode yeah and I, but I don't, it's one of those shows where i don't think i'd get past that and also the the, the very last shot is loads of other changelings yeah. coming out of the volcano yeah but there's yeah. no one left in the town no they? who are they gonna be yeah exactly so i don't know i'm i'm not convinced it's certainly not the best show we've done Bang average for me. Bang, yeah. Bang average is a great show. So that's done. Catler's done. Yeah. So what we need to do now is pick another one. Find something else. So we found one, have we not? We have. Are we going... <laughs> I think it's Brazilian. <laughs> it's... By way of Japan. It's Brazilian-Japanese. Brilliant. Because <laughs> why not? It's my favourite fusion. <laughs> Be good meat. Get some nice meat from a Brazilian-Japanese yeah, two wonderful cultures. Yeah. So the show that we're going to watch is it's called Spectros. Well, that's how I'm pronouncing it. Spectros, Spectros. So I was having a drink. Uh, it's <laughs> Spectros. Spectros. That's what I'm deciding. Seven episodes, forty minutes ish each. So okay. we've got another seven weeks to talk about Spectros. Do you want to me to read the synopsis? For yes, it? please. <laughs> a group of teenagers gets unintentionally involved in a conflict between Japanese Shinto ghosts and Brazilian witchcraft. Oh, lovely. Uh, how do those two cultures combine? I don't know. <laughs> We're going to find out. out. Um, it isn't rated highly on on IMDb. Okay. It's 4.7 for the series, but it only has 402 reviews. That's not a lot. That's not a lot. <laughs> so this is, as, I think, pretty much as bottom of the stream as it comes. Lovely. I'm excited. So we'll, uh, we'll do episode one of Spectros this week and come back to talk oh, about it next week, yeah, I guess. I'm really excited. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. We've also picked the one... That we're going to follow up with as well. We're Potentially. Quite, we're quite planned. We've planned ahead this time. So, yeah. Spectros. Spectros. How are we doing for time? 43. Should we go through the top 10s quickly? Yeah, let's have a quick look. We've not done that for a while. We've not done it for a while. So, we'll do, we'll do films first, shall we? Films in the English language. For some reason, now Netflix like to split their top 10s into English and non-English. Don't yeah. really understand why, but they do. Uh, so, from 10 to 1. Okay, currently, at number 10 is Don't Look Up. It's been in there Hanging for eight, on in there. eight weeks now in a row in a row in top in the top ten. Uh, number nine is the Power of the Dog, which has come back into the top ten, probably since its uh, Oscar nomination. Eight is Faster. Any idea what Faster is? I think it might be a rock film. It is a rock film. J- Dwayne Johnson and Billy Bob Thornton. Never heard of it. 
Um, Seven Dora and the Lost City of Gold. Oh, it's a good movie. Have you seen it? Yeah. Excellent. Dora the Explorer? Yeah. Really good movie. <laughs> Number six is Despicable Me, randomly. Okay. The original. So uh, that's It's half term in a lot of places. Yeah, it must have. Uh, it's over a come back onto Netflix or it's half term in a lot of places Home Team is at number 5 no idea what that is let's have a look oh that's not it oh this is the I think it's the one that's um, Kevin James playing American it, football ball, yeah isn't it? American football he's coach. playing is it the guy who coaches New Orleans Saints oh when and he got banned from the NFL he and he goes into coach some kids. college yeah we spoke about that before yeah. it came out I think uh, number 4 is Despicable Me 2 okay so I assume they've both just appeared on Netflix. Uh, top three. Currently at number three, it's 13 Hours, The Secret Soldiers of Benghazi. It's a heck of a title. I don't know what it is, but it's, it sounds fun. It's a Michael Bay film. It's uh, things exploding in the desert. Yeah, with Michael Bay in them. Yeah. <laughs> number two is Tall Girl 2. That's just come out. Uh, that's a sequel to Tall Girl, surprisingly enough. Tall Harder. <laughs> I've never seen the first one. Is that our mate Noah there? Looks a bit like him. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and currently still at number one it's been at number one now for two weeks it's number one by a heck of a lot it's the tinder swindler which we spoke about last week on the sure. show. it's had 64.7 million hours viewed since it's released two weeks ago so it's quite quite high good especially for a documentary good yeah. numbers it's a crazy story i'm not surprised yeah, i don't need to do the uh, most popular of all time do i because uh, we know what they are TV shows in the yep. English language. Uh, currently number 10, In From The Cold, season one. Okay. Any idea what that is? No. Nope. Let's have a look. <laughs> Sounds like it. Oh, no. I'm totally wrong. I was going to say, is it a reality show? No, it looks like a woman with a gun on the poster. So <laughs> I don't know what that is. Uh, Disenchantment part four is at number nine. Yeah, that just came out last week. Have you got to that yet? Uh, no, because I've been away, but I will do. Okay. Uh, number eight is Sweet Magnolia, season one. Any Lovely. ideas what that is? No. Once and for all, this proves we have not got our finger on the pulse. This is why we are bottom <laughs> of the stream. This is why we are bottom of the stream. We top just of the stream. talk about the top of the stream. Uh, Love is Blind is number seven. Okay. Season two of that. That is a reality show. That has just come out as well. Uh, number six is The Woman in the House Across the Street from The Girl in the Window. It's three weeks now. It's been in the top ten. Uh, Raising Dion, season one, is at number someone five. Someone else told us this week, sorry to interrupt, Go on. that they, they knew someone who... Uh, yes, they did. ...didn't realise it was a parody. I don't understand how it is possible. No, I don't get it. You've got the guy be... doesn't fit to the mailbox. <laughs> the whole series is there, fixed in the mailbox for days. If nothing else, that's your clue. The title's the clue. <laughs> There's not even a clue. It's basically a slap in the face. Uh, Raising D on season one. That's supposed to be excellent. I've not seen it yet, but it is supposed to be really yeah. good. Um, Ozark season four, part one. Is it four? Because that's been split into two parts as well. That's the final season of Ozark, I believe. I think so. Um, Raising Dion season two is at number three. Sweet Magnolia season two is at number two. And Inventing Anna, the limited series, is currently at number one, which is also supposed to be excellent. What's that about? I don't know what that is. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I do know. I do, it just isn't there. You had me so convinced the way you said it. I was like, oh, you know what that is. I know that it's diff it's similar to something else. Okay. You shouldn't have said it so confidently. I wouldn't, have, uh, I wouldn't have questioned you. So the synopsis for Inventing Anna says a journalist with a lot to prove investigates the case of Anna Delvey, the Instagram legendary German airhead who stole the hearts of New York social scene and stole their money as well. Okay. It's Anna Chomsky and Julia Garner. Cool. That's number one. It's supposed to be great. It's a limited series, so it won't be coming back, but that's done. 77.3 million hours viewed in its first week, which is a lot. Pretty good. It is. So yeah, there's your top tens. Do, you want me to do, do I need to do that? I don't want to do the 
no, non-English fine. language ones. Nah. You're good. I'm good. Do we need to talk about anything else? Should we briefly discuss the film that we're doing on Thursday? Yeah, come back to this very feed on Thursday because we are talking about a romantic comedy. Yeah. Hello, my name is Doris. Hello, Doris. <laughs> That's the movie we're watching. Uh, Oscar winner. Yeah, Sally Field. Sally Field leads this movie. Yeah, she um, does. Yeah. And Schmidt I, from I, New Girls in it as well. Yeah, no, I, I quite look forward to talking about it. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting episode, this. We... We don't tackle comedy very often, and I, we both have a very different opinion on comedy. Yeah, and that's not by choice, because obviously we, no, it's not we, by choice. we choose films randomly, but I think just on how the numbers on Netflix work, there isn't as many comedies at the bottom of the stream. No. Because... Horror's very much a bottom of the stream genre. To make it? a bottom of the stream type movie, it's... Yeah, it's straight to DVD action and in inverted comedy movies, or yeah. it's horror movies, isn't it? Or Or non-english language stuff there's not that many no there's not and but this especially film, a film like this which has got quite a few there's a cast in this good recognized <laughs> i can't say his name i know his name kamel nanjani nanjani's in it natasha leon's in natasha it. leon's in it second appearance on the show for her yeah obviously sally field the guy who plays schmidt in new girl uh, stephen root isn't him. it yeah. no stephen yeah, root plays her brother as well yeah uh, from Office Space and well, loads of stuff. Dodgeball. Beverly Goldberg from the Goldbergs. Yes, is also in it randomly. Yeah, Wendy. I'll do the names. I've got the names. <laughs> it's just not Thursday yet. So yeah, there's a there's a heck of a cast in this, but it is a bottom of the stream film. Yeah, I'm convinced of it. I'd yeah. never oh, heard of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I'd never heard of it. I'm pretty sure you'd never heard of no it. No way. But yeah, so it came out of Robin the Randomizer last week. Yeah, and we are going to discuss it on Thursday on the yeah. very feed. Be back here. So come come back down and see what we thought of it. Yeah, we'll talk to Doris about right. Doris with Doris. <laughs> We're talking with Doris. Yeah, excellent. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So do that. Check us out on all the socials. All the social links are in the show notes. If they're not in this show notes, they were in the last one. And um, do all that, and then we'll be back on Thursday to talk about. Hello, my name is Doris. Cheers. Bye. <laughs>